You found it. Your number one place for free English lessons on the internet. Learn American English with this guy. Don't forget to leave a five-star review if this podcast improves your English. And now, here's your host, this guy. Hear that? Believe it or not, summer is just around the corner. Luckily, Armorall, America's most trusted auto appearance brand, has what your car needs to get that perfect summer shine. Plus, now through May 31st, we'll give you $5 for every 20 you spend on Armorall products. That means car wash pods, protectant, tire shine, you name it. Find out how to get your $5 rebate at Armorall.com. Armorall, less work, more clean. Terms apply. What is going on, everyone? I think we're ready to learn a little English. I'm definitely ready to teach some English. So today's lesson is going to be about things you might find in the road or maybe things you would find on the side of the road. Hopefully everything is sounding okay. Sounds okay in my ears. Before we get into the lesson, I would like to say hello to a couple people. Freddie Wolf is here. What's going on? Hey, Filippo, where was he? Filippo has the day off and he chose to watch some English for a little while. We should be here for about an hour, 45 minutes to an hour. And before we get too far, I would like to say there are thousands of English teachers on YouTube, Facebook, everywhere, and you chose to watch me. Thank you so much. That means a lot. You know what else means a lot? I think Tanya. She dropped a super chat. I do have a little something for her. Oh, thank you. Hey, Brent, this is a little thank you for the extra lessons you did. I appreciate it very much. Yeah, Tanya asks some great questions for channel members. And I've taken a few videos for members to answer those questions. So Tanya from Germany, thank you so much. I got a little, where is it? Hang on. I got a little something for you. It's, it's, a, it's, a, and it's, a, it's an official way to say thank you for the super chat. Oh, thank you so much for the super chat. Yeah, that does mean a lot. It means a lot to comment, to like, to become a member, and then a super chat. Thank you so much. I know that money is tight for a lot of people these days, and that, that makes me feel really good. Thank you so much. So yeah, today, Freddie Wolf, Andy, hope you're doing well. Audie, looks like Audie was setting up a treadmill. Audie likes to work out. He likes to sing, so he's working on uh, setting up. That's a great phrasal verb, by the way, setting up his treadmill in his look at this Sita's here she, everybody's here today Sita from Brazil this morning I was looking at tickets to Brazil I think that is going to happen in 2024 Mega she's from India welcome Miang welcome I really want to learn English but where to start well you are here that's a good place to start for the next hour, you will be able to improve your English listening comprehension. 
All right. Have I said, Chris, what's going on? Thanks so much. Love reading your comments. Okay. I wish I could say hello to everyone. Molly's in the house, Baba. But we are here to learn some English. So just let me say hello to a couple more people. Pony. It looks like Pony was here too, but I did not see her anywhere. I'm sure she's here. Irina, how are you? Welcome. We got almost 100 people here watching on Facebook and YouTube. So I do need to say hello to Cecilia and Yulia. A lot of familiar names here. So I don't want to miss anybody. I mean, did I say hello to Amina, Amina yet? She is in Ottawa and I want to tell her my brother and sister-in-law are in Ottawa right now visiting friends. All right, Kurdistan. Every time I see Kurdistan, I need to say hello. Hopefully you're doing well. Let's get into the, oh, so many, so many people I would like to say hello to. Okay. How about this? How about this? Before we get started, just leave it in the chat just so we get to know each other a little better. Which country do you live in right now? Even if you are afraid to leave something in the chat because your English isn't great, you can probably at least write the country you are from. And if you want to make it a complete sentence, you can say, I am from... Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. For example, I am from the United States. All right. As you are leaving that in the chat, looks like Thailand's in the house. Oh, Aroni. Welcome. I was actually looking at tickets to Italy also for 2026, the Winter Games. All right. Oh, my gosh. So one of the most beautiful places in the world, I think, Phuket, Thailand. I'm jealous. All right, let's get into the lesson. Jeez. Yes, let's. Yes, Sita is going to help me plan that trip to Rio since she lives in Rio. Perfect. Enough about me. What? Did I see Belarus? Belarus in here? East Timor? Speaks Portuguese, I'm sure, right? Hey, Belarus, Minsk, maybe? Do you live in Minsk? Minsk, Minsk, Minsk. Do you live in Minsk? Jeez, I didn't know you could have the internet in Belarus, but I'm glad to see you here. Nice. Oh, what's that guy's name? Lerashenko? Is he the is he the uh the president of Belarus? Azerbaijan in the Caucasus. I know that. Right near Georgia, right near Armenia. Sorry, I know there's a little tension there. Some oh. Nigeria's here. Lagos? Thomas representing the country of germany india awesome great to see so many cool countries who can forget the philippines my goodness another beautiful country guatemala all right 
Myanmar. Very nice. Once known as Burma. What's the capital? Is it Ragoon? Ragoon? Hong Kong. Welcome. Jeez. From Luxembourg. Now in Brazil. Whew. Luxembourg. A little expensive maybe to live in Luxembourg. I've heard it is. And of course, we know Amina. She is from Somalia, but now lives in Canada. Okay, let's get it. I could, geez, I could just read the chat all day. But that's not why you're here. Japan, welcome. No way. Norway? I don't think we have many viewers from Norway. So many people speak English in school. By the time they graduate, they are very fluent in English. So welcome, 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 welcome. Okay. I want to read the chat all day, but you are here to learn English. So let's do it. Today's lesson is going to be about things that you might see in the road as you are driving or things you might see on the side of the road. All right. And if you do have questions, there is a form in the description. I will check that from time to time. So the first thing I would like to talk about is a pothole. And if you can see that picture there, I'm sorry if you are listening to the podcast. You can't see that. But basically, it is a large hole in the road. And it can really damage your car, especially that hole in the picture. Can you imagine if you are in a car or riding on a bus and that vehicle goes over that pothole? There's probably going to be some damage. Let's take a closer look. I do have a sentence for you that you can practice shadowing with. A pothole can really damage your car. Yeah, and unfortunately, where I live in the springtime, because underneath the ground, there's some water, and then it will freeze, and then it will thaw, and then it will freeze again, and then it will thaw, and it really makes the roads all messed up. And sometimes potholes will form. Where I live, potholes are really bad in the spring. So we will talk about construction and traffic cones later. There are ways to fix these potholes. But right now, where I live, while I am driving, I need to dodge those potholes. Dodge is another way to say avoid. I do not want to run over any of these potholes because I'm afraid it's going to damage my car. Here's another sentence with pothole. If the pothole is too deep, the city will probably fill it in. So there's an English phrasal verb there. And you can see in the picture, there is a hole to fix that hole, I would use the phrasal verb to fill in. So the city, that's, and it's in capital letters because I'm talking about the government of the city. So wherever you live, 
you probably pay taxes to your city, maybe to your state or your province, and then to the federal government, to the country. So the city will use tax money to go around and fill in those holes. Hopefully they do. My city does most of the time. How about this? Something else you might see in the road is a speed bump. Clearly, there is a picture there for you. A lot of times it is painted a different color so that the driver knows, whoa, there is a speed bump coming up. You might want to slow down. Here's a sentence for you. Speed bumps are designed to slow down cars. You don't want to go over a speed bump too quickly. All right, let's see. Do we have any questions yet? There is one question. It is from Renata. She is from Brazil. I think I can share this here for you so that you can also see it. I think it is helpful if you are learning English to be able to listen but also read what I am saying. So that's why I try to put on some sentences at the bottom. If you see some of my shorter clips, there will be transcripts right on the on the screen. All right, let's make it a little bigger. Let's get rid of this banner. Here we go. Renata always asks good questions. All right. Hello, Brent. I hope you are doing great and in great health. Yeah, so far. I mean, besides the allergies, uh, if, you, if you would like to become a member, we have a Discord. And I was talking about the pollen level in my city right now. It's at a 10. I don't think there is an 11. So we were talking about suffering with allergies, but I can't complain. The allergies will go away. So I am in good health. I chose to watch your live stream because I love the United States. I can make that a little bigger so you can see. Because I love the United States with all my heart. Have a great day, sir. All right, this is really well written. I am going to read this again because I do not see any grammatical errors. And this might help with your English reading, your listening comprehension, all that good stuff. Renata, thanks for the great question. Hello, Brent. I hope you're doing great and in good, great health. I don't have any questions about today's topic. I chose to watch your live stream because I love the United States with all my heart. Have a great day, sir. Right down to the comment, uh, the comma with Sir Renata. That is really good, by the way. Nicely done. I would love it if all of my students where I teach could write like that. They can't, but uh, that's really good stuff. Okay, so back to the lesson. What about this thing? A detour. A detour. Oh, wait, hang on. Hang on. Let's go back. I forgot. There is another way that you can use speed bump in English. And sometimes that means a little problem, a speed bump. We've hit a speed bump. Well, if you hit a speed bump in your car, you literally hit it. But we also use it figuratively. So literally, you literally hit the speed bump with a car. Figuratively, not real, we use it as a problem. 
How about this? We hit a little speed bump. Might mean you've had a little problem. You've probably hit many speed bumps while you're studying English. Yeah, I know. I've been studying Italian for a little while. I'm going to switch to Portuguese for the upcoming trip to Brazil. But when you're learning a new language like English, you'll have some days where you think, oh man, I really know this language. And then there will be other days where you hit a speed bump. It slows you down a little bit. But the important thing is don't be discouraged. Keep trying. Tomorrow will be a better day. Let's check the chat here. Yes, we've got speed bump. Yeah, I'm glad you're part of the group too, Marie. Peru, I would love to go to Peru one day. Oh, no way. What happened here? Audi? Three years ago, we asked for a speed bump from the city because we don't want our kids hit from the speedy car, the front of our homes. Oh, let us know. Did that happen, Audi? Did they put a speed bump in front of your house? Yeah, speed bumps are a great way to slow down cars. It just keeps the neighborhood a little safer. Hey, Marty, welcome. That man is from Saudi Arabia. Yeah, there you go, Lino. Speed bumps are places for where you need to drive slowly for any reason. It's true. It's true. All right. Oh, Freddie. Hey, Freddie, thank you for the, the uh, let me lower my chair here a little bit. Thank you for the, um, whoa, hey, Nguyen, <laughs> big difference. Pothole, not pothouse. Yes, big difference. Freddie, thank you so much for being a member. Sometimes if I see member questions in the chat, I will just take them. All right, in case you destroy your wheels, does the city refund the bill? That's a tricky one. I think it would be very hard to get that done. You would have to sue the city, probably. And I've heard of people winning, but the city usually has really good lawyers. Right now, maybe I'll put a member's video out. We have a pothole in my road, and the city has come by and put a traffic cone there. We'll talk about a traffic cone in a little bit. So sometimes, but I don't think so. My neighbor had their lawn or their grass damaged by a snowplow. The city operates the snowplow and it tore up their lawn. There's a good English phrasal verb for you. And so my neighbors complained to the city and the city said, oh, we'll put you on a list. Okay, so they said at some point they would fix it, but then my neighbors got tired of waiting, and so they fixed it themselves, and guess what? Yesterday, or the day before yesterday, the city came and, and fixed it. Even though my neighbors had already fixed it, they made it a little better, but yeah, so sometimes another thing that happens is that the snow plows will come by and like tear off mailboxes. They will rip down mailboxes. A couple English phrasal verbs. So the city does sometimes come back and fix things. I think with a pothole and damaging your car, it's a little bit more difficult to prove. 
Yeah, great question. We have another super chat. Who is that? Sita. Now, Sita, I know buying you a coffee. Thank you. Hey, thank you. But I've already told Sita that when we come to Rio, I'm buying her and her husband dinner. Come on. She has dropped quite a few super chats here. Thank you so much. You are helping me get to Brazil, but I do. I owe you dinner. Thank you for the coffee now, but Jamie and I are going to take you and your husband out to dinner when we are in Brazil. So Sita has been with the channel for a long time, almost since the beginning, three years. I have a little something for you, Sita. Thank you so much. I always have trouble finding it. Here it is. Oh, thank you so much for the super chat. Thank you, Sita. That's amazing. Thank you so much. All right, should we get back to the lesson? I could chat all day. I really could. I could really chat all day, but I know you are here to learn English. Real quickly, for anyone celebrating, yesterday was Eid, so Eid Mubarak. Yesterday, I ordered some pizza, and the woman who brought my pizza out to my car had a hijab on and I told her I said hey Eid Mubarak and she's like oh my gosh thank you so much nobody has has wished me that the entire day and I've been working all day here it's like ah oh, well you know I hope you had a good Eid hope you can eat that pizza now so hey Audie Audie's been with the channel for a long time my friend where is it here I just had it, and now I can't find it again. Audie, thank you so much. Oh, thank you so much for the super chat. That is very kind of you, Audie. Thank you so much. Sita, thank you so much. Yeah, coffee. We, we will get something here, I promise. Next, 2024. All right, we back? Okay, let's get back to this. All right. We'll be the judge of that. Somebody said, hey, I'm a handsome man. We'll, we will be the judge of that. We will be the judge of that. All right, Eid Mubarak. All right, let's go. More English. Speed bump. We just talked about that, didn't we? Um, the next one here, a detour. A detour. That can be pretty tricky. I want to talk about the next two together. So first we have detour and then we have roadblock. So as you are driving in the United States, maybe in some other countries, probably Canada too, probably Mexico, we have a lot of the same road rules. But when you go down the road and you see a detour, that's a little bit better than a roadblock. So let's talk about the difference between a detour and a roadblock. All right. I have some um, sentences for you here. This is a long one. A long one. If you come to a detour on the road, there should be another way you can travel to your destination. There will usually be signs to guide you around the detour. Is that it? Is that the one? Hopefully that's the only one. I always read these over and yet... I have at least one typo every lesson. Usually B. I forgot the little verb there, B. 
I will read this again to make sure it's exactly perfect. All right, here we go. If you come to a detour on the road, there should be another way you can travel to your destination. There will usually be signs to guide you around the detour. So maybe there is some construction. I will have a picture of construction a little later. And for some reason, you are not able to travel down the road you want. You may have to take an alternate route. It's another way to say it. And hopefully, especially if you're in a different city, there will be detour signs that will take you back to the place you want to go. Maybe there's a big pothole in the road. So the road has been closed. There is a bit of a roadblock. But a detour will show you some other streets you can go to get to where you want to go. Detour, not as bad as a roadblock. Roadblocks are a little different. Sometimes roadblocks come without warning. And I'll give you an example of, of when this happens. But if you come to a roadblock, that means the road is closed. And at least in this picture, I do not see any signs that say detour. So this just looks like you're out of luck. It's like you come to this. I would hate to see this. But if you're driving in an area you're not familiar with and you come to a sign like that, it's like, um, what do I do? Hopefully your GPS can guide you around, but there are no detour signs there. It just looks like you're out of luck. The road is closed. Find your own way. That can be a little tricky. Definitely. Not on guardrail yet. I thought there was something else I wanted to do here before. Yeah, here's the thing. Sometimes roadblocks can come without warning. For example, when my wife Jamie was younger, before I met her, she was traveling down the highway and suddenly there was a roadblock. She couldn't drive any further. The police had blocked the road because someone had gotten out of their car with a weapon. So she just had to wait there for a long period of time, like 45 minutes, I think, or an hour. So sometimes if there is an accident, the road could be closed. There might be a roadblock and you just have to kind of sit and wait. Luckily, if there's a detour, whoever put up the roadblock, they've given you a way that you can keep traveling without having to stop. So detours aren't as bad as roadblocks. I, I do have a question for everyone watching live in the chat, or you can leave your comment later, but can you drive a car? I'm wondering how many people in the chat are able to drive a car or do you take buses and taxis everywhere you need to go? Can you drive a car? Do you have the ability to drive a car? All right. Checking through some more. Again, thank you, Sita. Thank you so much. Audi, thank you so much. Can you drive a car? Yeah, Sita, it's very kind of you. Thank you. 
We're just looking through the chat here. Yeah, Marty, long time no see. Been a little while. All right, Pietro is here. Learn Italian with songs. Yeah, um, Marty is correct here. Detour can be bad if it's on a highway. A lot of times when it's on a highway, if it's planned, they will have you get off. Oh, I didn't. Jamie mentioned on-ramp and off-ramp. I don't have this. But when you're on a highway, we have on-ramps and off-ramps. You probably have them in your country. That's what we call them in English. When you're driving down the highway and you want to get off, we call those ramps. So it's an off-ramp. And then when you want to get onto the highway, it's an on-ramp. So sometimes it can be pretty inconvenient. Oh, Jamie is here. Maybe she will let us know uh, how long she had to wait for that roadblock. All right. Look at that. Thomas. Thomas can drive a car. <gasps> Cecilia. She doesn't know how to drive a car. Interesting. Yeah, Jamie's here. That's my wife. Maybe she will answer some questions in the chat. Uh, Rose. Now, Rose lives in the United States, and it's really difficult to get around in the United States if you don't have a car. If you live in a bigger city like New York or Las Vegas, there might be public transportation there. But if you want to leave that city, we just don't do a very good job in the United States about getting people around without a car. Lonzo, thank you so much for sharing all of my stuff on Facebook. All right. Body can. Did. So Pietro, does that mean you can drive a stick? You can drive a stick. All right. Hey, that's true, Mega. Yes, I think Mega said, Marty, I saw you driving. Yeah, that was a couple years ago, right? We had a, a members chat and Marty was driving. He was being safe though. He wasn't really looking at us. He was looking at the road more. But yeah, that's true. Yeah, Marty. I think I just, I remember that too. I remember that too. All right, Amina's wondering, uh, will the city let you know if there's a roadblock? Sometimes yes, and sometimes no. Sometimes the road has to be blocked for the safety of the people. For example, when Jamie was driving down the highway and that person had a weapon, the police blocked the road without a lot of warning. Yeah, that's a crazy story. All right, Sita, I have a driver's license but I'm not used to driving in Rio. I've been watching a lot of videos about Rio and that is one thing that I've heard over and over again. Do not drive in Rio. The traffic is crazy. You are better off renting a, a driver, paying for an Uber or using the bus. So, aw. Thank you so much, Adele. All right, Freddie says, sometimes on the highway, they ask us to go another side of the road for some kilometers because our lane is blocked. 
that happened um, to us on our way to Vermont, for sure. They were paving the road. We will talk about paving in a minute. But yeah, for many miles, because we use miles in the United States, for many miles, probably three or four, we were down to one lane. That might be a new term you can use. Yeah, we were down to one lane for a few miles. Right. Oh, even in Vegas, there isn't a lot of... Yeah, Vegas is a, a well-known city, but it's not a, it doesn't have a lot of people living in it. Not like New York or Los Angeles or Chicago. Cambodia is in the house. Welcome. Phnom Phen. Is that how you say the capital? Are you living there? Bangladesh. I just watched a video yesterday from Bangladesh. Travel with Luke. He was going to a beautiful city. He got out of Dakar. Dakar? And he was going to a beautiful city up north, I think. There you go, Mahdi. Yep. Mega remembered. All right. Let's go back to the lesson here. Roadblock. What do we have next? Guardrail. Guardrail is next. We already did that one, didn't we? Yeah. All right. So let's talk about guardrails here. You will find guardrails along the side of the road to keep cars from falling off the road. So I'm sure you've all seen what a guardrail looks like. You probably know what that is called in your language. But I thought if you were driving down the road and you wanted to talk about that thing on the side of the road that keeps cars from falling off, well, let's put it in the lesson. That is a guardrail. So hopefully you've never hit a guardrail by accident because it will probably do a lot of damage to your car, but it definitely keeps people safe. Here's the crazy thing. I was watching a video about driving in Peru. I know we have some people watching from Peru and it was up high in the Andes mountains and there were no guardrails. It was called one of the most dangerous roads in the world. And people were on a bus way up high on a narrow road, no guardrails. I'm like, no, thank you. I'm not sure I have the guts to go on a high mountain road with no guardrails, I think I would chicken out. think I would chicken out. Hey, speaking of chickens, the next one is roadkill. I did not want to put a picture of this on the lesson. So I just have a sign here. Watch for wild animals. So wild animals, that means animals that do not live in a house. So you might find them just roaming along the side of the road, maybe roaming into the road, and then they get hit by a car. And we would call that roadkill. Animals who have been hit by a car. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. 
What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America NA, member FDIC. Very sad to see, but it happens. So some of the most common animals that you will see in Maine where I live that have become roadkill would be skunks, squirrels, chipmunks. I do have a quick story, a very sad story, because I went on a road trip earlier in the week. I went to the state of Vermont. There will be some English lessons from Vermont in the near future. But when I was driving on the highway, a chipmunk ran out into the road and there were cars behind me and I couldn't slow down and I accidentally hit a chipmunk. I felt really bad. And sometimes I will try to swerve. That's a movement you can make with your car, like going around something. I used Dodge earlier. So I would have loved to have swerved to avoid the chipmunk, but there was nothing I could do. There were cars behind me and cars on the side of me. So to keep my family and everyone around me safe, I kept going, hoping he would miss my wheels. But then I heard a bump underneath my wheels and knew that I I hit him. So I felt really bad about that. But sometimes it happens. I think it's only probably the the third time in my life that I've hit an animal. Maybe the second. I know I hit a, um, a squirrel, which some people have trouble saying. I hit a squirrel maybe 10 years ago. I still remember that. Uh, it's not fun. All right. Just checking the chat. Sometimes the chat is very interesting to follow. Okay. Yeah. Um, Amir, it is dangerous, right? To hit an animal. And luckily the chipmunk, what a cute guy, right? Bring him up a little bit while I uh, talk about him. So a chipmunk is, is super cute. And luckily it wasn't dangerous for me. But where I live, we do have bigger animals like moose and deer, which is weird. Plural and singular, moose, deer, the same. We have moose and deer where I live. And every so often, somebody will hit a deer or a moose and it will do real damage to their car. All right. Jeez. All these stories I remember from uh, from members chats. Yeah. Arroni says we know about Amina's driving. Yeah, we do. We do. That's a good story. Not one for me to tell, but maybe if Amina wants to tell that one day. Another thing that you might see on the side of the road is a curb. And a curb is a lot like a guardrail we just talked about. Curb and a guardrail, they both do the same thing. They are both designed to keep people safe. So guardrails will keep cars on the road probably safer for the car. And then a curb is designed to keep pedestrians safe. Hang on. But I had a pedestrian right here. Um, Another word that's hard to say, bicyclist, bicyclist. All right, but let's talk about a curb. I do have a sentence for curb somewhere here. There we are. 
Curbs are built on the side of the road to protect people walking and buildings on the side of the road. So two things curbs try to protect. They will try to protect buildings that are on the side of the road and people who are walking. We will eventually call those people pedestrians. Pedestrians. How about this? Another thing you might see on the side of the road, hopefully not in the road, is a bicyclist. Bicyclist. Right at the bottom there, I have a sentence for you. You will see bike lanes on many American roads to keep bicyclists safe. I put that sentence there because I thought it was very hard to pronounce. Bicyclists safe. You have to do a little dance at the end with the S. I will read that one more time. You will see bike lanes on many American roads to keep bicyclists safe. Try to say that five times fast. I'll read it one more time. You will see bike lanes on many American roads to keep bicyclists safe. That's tough, even for a native English speaker. Bicyclists safe. Good luck with that. I wish I had more tips on how to say that, but I think it's just a lot of practice. Bicyclists safe. How about this next? Oh, I should I should remind everyone. Don't forget to subscribe. That's not easy to say either. Subscribe or follow if you're watching on Facebook, whatever that is. Hey, as a huge thank you to channel members. And if anybody else would like to become a channel member, I'm going to switch off the chat for everyone and then go into members only mode. Ooh, dramatic. Yeah, so for maybe the next five minutes or so, we will go into a chat where only members can ask questions and chat. Hey Siri, set my timer for five minutes. All right, I learned this from Bob the Canadian. I will mention Bob the Canadian at the end of this lesson because he did a driving lesson yesterday or an English lesson about driving yesterday, which is really good. And you can watch this lesson first and then go over to his channel and watch that too. I know a lot of people, especially on YouTube, know Mr. Bob the Canadian. He's a good guy. All right. So first question from a channel member is from Tanya. She's wondering, do you have emergency phones next to the highway? I think so, but I also think they're kind of rare because I think the government doesn't want to incentivize. That's a big word. The government doesn't want to incentivize people getting out of their car to make a phone call. So if you incentivize something, you make people want to do it. So right now I have on members only chat. So I'm trying to incentivize people to become a channel member if they would like. So it just means like you, you don't, or if you don't incentivize somebody, you don't want them to do that. So you might see emergency phones on college campuses though. They usually have a blue light on them but they're more on sidewalks. So 
Yeah, I don't see them on the side of the road very much. All right, Freddie Wolf, have you <laughs> have you ever had a uh, have you ever been a biker with a huge motorbike or motorcycle? No, no, motorcycles scare me a little bit, to be honest. Yeah, when I was a little kid, my father had a motorcycle, and I burnt my leg on the exhaust, and so he eventually got rid of his motorcycle. And I haven't been on a motorcycle since, but who knows? Maybe when I, I visit Thailand or Cambodia, maybe I will rent a motorbike because I know it's a lot easier to get around on a motorbike. Yeah. Bicyclist, cyclist, same thing. Same thing. Oh, there you go. I was a little, there was a little typo that um, I had trouble with. Have you ever been a biker? on a huge motorbike, Freddie. No, I haven't. I haven't. Cecilia, thank you so much. Um, Madi's wondering how many languages are used in sign plates on the road? Um, in the United States, usually just one, just English. Now, if you go to different parts of the country, excuse me, down South, you might see some Spanish. And then some parts of Maine where I live, you will see some French, but not very often. For example, when you come into my state, there will be a big welcome sign, but it will also say bienvenue, which means welcome in, in French. So mostly English though, mostly English. Williams, how are you today? Hope all is well in Argentina. Filippo has a story somewhere. Hopefully, I don't have to look for it too far. Filippo, can you? Oh, here we go. Got it. Once on the bus, while we were on the way back home, the brakes broke. And the driver first slowed down with the motor brake. And then when the speed was low enough, he struck. I might change that to struck the past tense. He struck the guardrail rail to stop. Good story. Glad everyone was safe. Gosh, it reminds me of that movie Speed with Sandra Bullock and Keanu Reeves where they were on that speeding bus. All right. What? Did? Oh, yeah. Okay. I just was looking back at the uh, Amina story about her driving. All right. So it looks like Madi is, is talking to Amina about driving in Riyadh. Gotcha. Okay. 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 Man, Cecilia loves motorcycles. I wish I could. All right. Could you please write down the new word in the chat that you mentioned during answering my question? I don't know. I'm not the best speller, Tanya. You know how I. Oh. I'll stop that there. Um, do you know how I I learned to uh, spell difficult things? I'll do it right here for you. All right, let's go. Anybody can join. Any any subscriber, I guess, can join now. Maybe keep the uh, keep the trolls down if there are any. All right, here we go. Hey Siri, how do you spell incentivize? Oh. She usually spells it out. 
I'll leave it. I'll leave it in the. Um, hang on. Can you see that? Incentivize. There you go. That's how you spell it. Incentivize. Maybe pause the video right there. Incentivize. Yeah. It means to try to get people to do something. So. Ah, I don't want to get too political. Incentivize. I think I did use a, a couple examples, right? What? Audie. Audie had a great life, man. Has a great life. Still working out, treadmills. But in the day, back in the day when he was young, he says, he raced motorcycles. Let me take a sip of water. Just to remind everybody, you know, like, subscribe, all that stuff. But the throat's getting a little dry. If this lesson is helping your English improve, don't forget to tap that like button and share it with a friend who's learning English. All right. Just checking the chat to make sure I don't... I have heard that quite a bit, that I look like Bob the Canadian. Pony. A rose now. Pony said, if you have a chance, I would like you to make a lesson about road signs. Thanks in advance. Guess what I did when I was in Vermont? I did. I made a lesson about road signs. So that should be out in a couple weeks. Armenia. Hope you're doing well up in the mountains there. Oh, Shafe. Thank you. Incentivize. Incentivize. Big word. There you go. Bob the Canadian. We will talk about Bob the Canadian again at the end of this lesson because he had a great lesson about driving yesterday. All right. The next one we should talk about Skidmark. Skidmark. If you are watching on Facebook or YouTube, you can see this picture. But if you are listening to the podcast, I am showing a picture of black marks in the road left from tires. The tires of a car trying to stop very quickly so you never really want to see skid marks in the road because that means a car had to stop really quickly hopefully they didn't hit anything but i do have something here that might help you you might see skid marks in the middle of the road if a car tries to stop really quickly you might also hear the tires screeching i do remember i did a lesson all about sounds in english and i think we talked about tires screeching that is the way i would describe tires leaving those skid marks they were screeching yeah maybe an animal ran out into the middle of the road and a driver wanted to slam on their brakes to avoid hitting that animal, most likely those tires would leave behind skid marks. All right. Hopefully that helps. Got something else here for you. Construction. Construction. If you look at that picture, you can see some heavy machinery and it looks like they are paving the road. That's what we would call it in English. That heavy machinery is paving the road. They are putting down new tar or new 
hot top. That's a, what I would say. And of course, if you come to a construction site in the middle of the road, there will probably be a detour. We learned about detour earlier. And if you see person in the middle of the road telling you to either stop or go slowly, we call that person a flagger, a flagger. A flagger holds a sign at a construction site to let you know when it's safe to drive or if you have to stop. That is what a flagger is. And you might see a flagger at a construction site. You know what else you might find on the side of the road? Rumble strip. A rumble strip. They are designed to make sure that drivers do not fall asleep at the wheel. Rumble strips are placed along the side of the highway to make sure drivers stay awake. And if the rumble strips don't work, remember, you will probably see a guardrail. So if the rumble strips don't work, you keep going off the side of the road, that guardrail is going to stop them eventually, hopefully. All right. You know what I haven't done in a while? That is check the form for questions. It does look like there is another question here. Let's see. How do, I, how do I get to the second question? Come on. There are three questions. All right. Another question, though, from Brazil. Right? I'm, str I'm struggling here. Come on. I do this every day while I'm teaching. Oh, boy. What's your question? Okay, we got two here. All right. Let me pull it up so you can see what I'm looking at. Um. It's not cooperating with me. It's my fault. I can't, I can't find out who asked the questions. Hang on. What is your name? I can't, I can't. Okay. So we have uh, Renata. So she already asked the question and Marco. Okay. Marco, can I see your question? Here we go. There's Marco's question right here. I'm a little behind on the video. Sorry. Thanks for your classes. I don't know if you've already talked about this. But here it goes. Can many Americans also drive stick? Very nicely said there. So when Mario is talking about driving stick, that means a manual transmission. So it's literally a lot of times in the middle of the floor of the front seat of the car, there is a stick. And we, and we say, can a lot of Americans drive stick? I think people my age can. Younger people cannot because those types of cars are becoming more and more rare. Yeah, good question. Good question. What's the next part? Uh, which one's more common, ticket or a fine? And could I use both of them in sentences? Yeah, sure. They're pretty much the same. Um, you could say, let's see, I received a ticket for going too fast. We would call that a speeding ticket. And then you could say, I have to pay a fine 
because I was speeding. So hopefully that makes sense. Usually a ticket does involve paying some kind of money. It could be just a warning. Sometimes you will get a warning. It's a ticket that you have to sign and it goes on record, but you don't have to pay any money. So a lot of times, if it's your first time you've broken a law, like speeding just by a little bit, they might give you a warning. One time when I was in my 20s, I think I was pulled over for speeding, but I was just given a warning. And I, I, I've never been given a ticket for speeding. Can you believe that? I don't usually speed. So hope that helps, Marco. All right, what's the next one here? I think we got a couple more. Oh yeah, traffic cone. I think this is a pretty easy one, right? If you just see that picture, you know, oh yeah, we have those in my country. I didn't know what they were called in English. Now you do. A traffic cone. If you're listening on the podcast, they are usually put in the road to let drivers know there's a little danger coming up. You might want to slow down. You might want to avoid this pothole. They're usually orange. They might have some reflective tape on them. So you see the cone is orange, but there's like some white tape around it. We might call that reflective tape because when you shine your headlights on the cone, it will reflect back, especially if it's dark out. Hope that helps. Couple new terms there maybe for you. All right, this term I wanted to teach you. We say this in English. It's a little bit of an idiom. Deer in the headlights. A lot of people get this look when they are nervous or scared or frightened. Those almost mean the same thing. But if you've ever been driving your car at night and you've seen a deer in the road, when they see those bright lights, they do stop. And so we can talk about humans being like a deer in headlights. And I have a sentence for you right down there. A deer in the headlights means someone who is just staring because they're scared or surprised. If you don't know that verb stare, it just means when someone looks at something for a long time, it's like I'm staring into the camera right now. If I was nervous about getting on camera and I didn't talk, I didn't move, I would have that deer in the headlights kind of stare. But luckily, I'm not camera shy anymore. I've gotten over my shyness. I can now speak on camera. But it would be embarrassing if somebody, maybe I have a guest on one day, I don't ever want them to have a deer in the headlights kind of look. That would not make for good English learning. You can't learn English from someone who is just staring at the camera like a deer in the headlights. It's enough staring. Let me stare at something else. Hope everyone's doing well in the chat. Oh, hey, uh, Audie. I don't like traffic cones, but I like ice cream cones. Yeah, that triangular shape, like a triangle. 
I think that's where we get the cone and, you know, ice cream cones kind of have a triangle shape. Those traffic cones, they definitely are shaped like a triangle. Guess what? A couple days ago, I had an ice cream cone. I went to a, an ice cream stand. Sure, my, my daughter works at one. Uh, we went to visit my daughter and they were out of chocolate, my favorite flavor. So I said, well, I guess I'll take vanilla. So I got a vanilla cone and it was actually good. Yeah, I actually liked vanilla. I think I'm getting older now. So vanilla is kind of like a flavor for old men, right? Not a lot of young kids get vanilla, I don't think. So I think as I'm getting older, I'm starting to like vanilla more. I don't know. Let me know in the chat. Is vanilla a flavor for old people? I should have had that as a, as a banner. Can I make another banner? Please let me know in the chat. Is vanilla a flavor for old people? I didn't, I didn't plan on asking this question. I think it's a good question though. It has nothing to do with driving, but I am curious. We have about a hundred people in the chat. I think young people like chocolate, strawberry, rocky road. Maybe I should do another English lesson on ice cream flavors. Bob the Canadian, when I first started the channel, he was very nice. And he did a little video for me when I talked about ice cream flavors. But I'm wondering, is vanilla a flavor for old people? Let's see. Is anybody answering in the chat? Vanilla. I agree. Thomas says ice cream cones taste better than traffic cones. I cannot disagree with that. I think that's true. Lewis is wondering, what is this class about? Yeah, that's a good question. It was supposed to be about things you might find in the road, but now I'm talking about ice cream. Why? I don't know. We're getting towards the end of the lesson. We are in the deep end of the lesson. Pylon, traffic cone, is there a difference? No, they're pretty much the same. They actually are the same. 100%. Oh, no, Freddie. Freddie is a young man. So, Freddie, no. My favorite flavor has been vanilla since my childhood. So, maybe it's just me. I just realized what a good flavor vanilla is. I always thought it was just like milk. It was just like fancy milk. All right. Vanilla is my favorite, Wen says. All right. I'm surprised vanilla is even a flavor. Me too. Me too, Amir. It's just, it's not even a flavor, right? It's just like milk. But I'm telling you, when I had that vanilla cone, it was good. The next time I go to get an ice cream, I will have to think hard. Do I want chocolate or do I want vanilla? I still think I will go with chocolate, but... Yeah, this is all because of Audie. Audie had to mention ice cream. It doesn't take much to get me distracted. We are supposed to be talking about road things. 
right? Right at the beginning here. If you look, English lesson about things in the road or things on the side of the road. And yet we are talking about ice cream. That's what, that's what I'm talking about. Ice cream cones with a chocolate glaze. Anything chocolate is good. All right, Sita is also a very young woman, and she likes vanilla. So I don't know if my theory is correct. Okay, Selena, not only old people. Young people like vanilla too. See, I am learning something on this live stream. I thought I would be teaching you English and yet I am learning more about ice cream. Wait a second, Nathan, what? To be honest, until now, I don't know what, what's vanilla. Oh, yeah, it's some kind of ice cream. Yeah, vanilla. It's. I used to think it was boring, but let's see. Can we get a picture of vanilla ice cream here? And that is one thing that is very hard to teach in English and that is how something tastes. So I don't know if I could, yeah, I don't know if I could, let's see, can we get a Wikipedia here? I don't know if I could explain vanilla ice cream, but I do think that maybe I could show a picture. Yeah. Just in case people, no, that's me. Just in case people don't know what vanilla ice cream is, there is a picture. How does how does Wikipedia? This is the best place to get information, right? Vanilla is frequently used to flavor ice cream, especially in North America, Asia, and Europe. So isn't that almost like the whole world? North America, whoops, Asia and Europe. So I guess they're saying not Africa, not Australia. What am I for? Oh, not South America? so vanilla yeah it's so it's saying it's vanilla yeah it's so hard to uh describe vanilla it is a very plain ice cream that's why i didn't get it very often but is vanilla for old people tanya from germany i love vanilla and i always loved it so it's not a flavor just for old people. And by the way, you're not old. I'm getting older though. Thank you, Tanya. But I'm getting older. Okay, Yenny. I don't think vanilla is for old people. So I think we're learning. I am learning something here. Maybe you are too. Rita, I like vanilla. <laughs> I liked it always. Okay. All right. Boom. Same. Yeah, Audie. Audie is awesome. Audie is definitely awesome. Junior, vanilla, okay. Lock me, vanilla. All right, Constantine, welcome. You just got home from work. We are almost done with the English lesson about driving. We have moved into ice cream. So vanilla, okay. Thanks, Cecilia, thank you. I prefer chocolate too, but whoa, Nguyen, three scoops? three scoops of ice cream. I think I need to do an English lesson on ice cream. Maybe we will visit an ice cream shop, order some ice cream, talk about flavors, talk about the toppings. 
I don't, oh man, I got to tell you one story here before we wrap up. I, I hope my wife doesn't get mad. But in English, again, I can't describe these two flavors, but there's black raspberry for ice cream and there's butter pecan. I hope, I will make an English lesson about this, but I often thought that vanilla, black raspberry, butter pecan were ice cream flavors for old people. I got a vanilla ice cream cone. My wife got black raspberry in a dish, not in a cone, in a dish. That's how we would say it. And I didn't say this. I told her, I think I told her, like that's a flavor for only old people. We're getting old. All right, very sad, but it happens. All right, vanilla. Oh, I see, that's the problem. I like it when it's sweet. So yeah, vanilla is not as sweet as some flavors. I don't know. Sometimes, sometimes ice cream is complimentary at buffets. Yeah, if you go to a buffet in the United States, a lot of times it's all you can eat. So you pay one price and eat as much as you want, get anything you want. And yeah, the ice cream is usually complimentary. That means free. You pay, you pay for it at the beginning. I talk about complimentary in the English lesson on Wednesday where I visit a hotel in Vermont. Uh-oh, is, is there some debate? Are we starting a fight in the chat? Vanilla? Privet. Privet, Julia. Okay, so Mahdi. Vanilla is a preferable taste to a lot of people because it comes with a, a sugary and sweet taste. It's true. Vanilla can be a little sweeter than chocolate, I think. There you go. Beanish. Chocolate. Team chocolate, we might say. I am definitely team chocolate, but I'm coming over to vanilla maybe a little bit. All right. I do need to... Yes. Ooh, Carlos. So vanilla comes from a bean. That's where it comes from a plant. Yeah, it might be a flower, but I hear it, it a vanilla bean is talked about quite a bit. Vanilla bean. Okay. Oh yeah, we should do that too. Amir. Yeah, we have something called um vanilla extract. In English, we call it vanilla extract. And yeah, you might add it to a cake. You might add it to Pretty much anything, I think, right? You can add vanilla extract. Let's hit Baskin Robbins. Oh, yeah. I'm already thinking at some point today, I need to go to the ice cream shop. Absolutely. I think that's a good idea. Freddie says, after this lesson, I'll have a vanilla ice cream. Oh, it sounds so good. All right. I do need to go. I do want to thank everybody for joining Thank you, Wendy. I always watch your classes. Hey, thank you. Tanya left a super chat. Um, Sita left a super chat. Audie left a super chat. Thank you so much for the super chats. Thank you so much for members. Thank you to anyone who has liked, subscribed, shared. Maybe share this lesson. Speaking of sharing, you know what I forgot? 
There were a couple things we didn't get to. I will talk about those later. But one thing, was it just jogger, pedestrian? Well, we didn't get to that. Um, but I do want to mention Bob the Canadian. Most people probably know Bob the Canadian. But maybe if you're watching on Facebook, maybe I think most people on YouTube would know Bob the Canadian. But in the description on Facebook and on YouTube, there is a link to the English lesson that Bob the Canadian did yesterday about driving. It's really good. I made sure that I took out some of the things I was going to talk about if he talked about them yesterday. So you can watch both lessons and there will be very little overlap. Very few things that we talk about that are the same. So you will have over two hours of learning about driving, watching out for things in the road. Bob the Canadian talks more about driving behind the wheel. So take a look at that. And a final thank you to everyone. Tanya, see you later. Selena, Sita, Cecilia, Audie, Constantine, thank you so much for joining. Try to get another one next Saturday, and there will be an English lesson out on Wednesday from a hotel. All right, Pony's there. Freddie, see you. Hey, Freddie, thank you so much. That's what I keep saying. It's It means so much that people are actually watching me. There are thousands of teachers out there. Freddie says, there are thousands of teachers, but only one Bob and Brent. That is very nice. Thank you so much. Till next time. Adios, amigos.